0: So, when does this amazing future begin? Well, today is the day. My name is Phil Bowermaster, and with me in the virtual studio is my co-author, co-futurist, and co-host, Stephen Gordon. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Hey. Phil. How are you? Well, I am super fantastic. How are you, my friend? Man, I am great. Doing good. Um, On an amazing Wednesday, we're doing fine. It's an amazing Wednesday, and we got an amazing topic tonight, don't we? Yes, Yes, we do. I... uh, I
1: uh, w- watched what we the story we're about to uh, uh, to go into. Phil, I, I, I watched it in real time with with my kids, and uh, you talk about excited. Uh, those little guys I, they grasped why this this is so important, and uh, we're, we're
0: about to get into this. Okay, we're calling the show. You are now free to move about the solar system, and I got to give you credit, Stephen, for an awesome title for for this week's show. Of course, that's Southwest Airlines riffing on. Yeah. What the captain says when the seatbelt sign goes off, right? You're now free to move about the cabin has become you're now free to move about the country. And now we're free, are we, free to move about the solar system? What has happened that that would make us make such an audacious claim? Well, the story is SpaceX makes aerospace history with successful launch and landing of a used rocket. Tell us about it, Stephen, what happened? Okay, so on
1: Thursday of last week, um, uh, you know, Elon Musk's company, uh, uh, SpaceX, uh, launched a Falcon 9 rocket uh, uh, into orbit, um, and the first stage of which uh, had been used before. And uh, it's the most expensive part of of, of a rocket. And, uh, and so by recovering that and being able to reuse it, um you're taking the cost of pounds per you know uh, uh you know dollars per pounds brought into orbit uh you're you're able to shrink it vastly um and that's that's important i mean if you um uh with a space shuttle it, it was uh I, it was something like twenty thousand dollars per pound i mean it was ridiculous and uh, right the Russian Soyuz uh, could could be like one tenth of that, uh, and uh, but what we're talking about here is maybe half of that uh, uh, price per pound to get get stuff into orbit, and uh, so currently, uh, there, you know, it, it would appear that SpaceX is in the lead uh, to to get the most poundage into orbit at the cheapest price, right? And. Uh, and and that's it makes and once something is reaches a certain price point, then also it it uh, what it does is it empowers all these other projects to be done and uh, you know and we're talking about things like um, you know going back to the moon and going to Mars and uh, the asteroid belt and uh, you know all kinds of projects that need to be done and uh, and simply would not be done. Uh, you know if the if the price point were not low enough and so that's why this is so important is that the, they were able to launch a used rocket I love how they uh, during the uh, uh, during the run up to the launch they were they were saying well aren't y'all concerned uh, you know they had somebody kind of interviewing them saying aren't you concerned about this rocket and he says well hey what are you talking about this is the most embedded rocket
0: that's ever been attempted to be launched <laughs> <laughs> it's been launched before you know? <laughs> well, that's the first been, you know, time ever done. we're launching a rocket that yeah. we know can make it to orbit for sure ahead of time, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's right. It's it's been done with this rocket. So, you know, I, I thought that was I thought that was a, a kind of a wise guy response, but you know, in some ways, it's true, right? I mean, it is true um you know if uh if if you know that the uh this this rocket is capable and uh and doesn't appear to have too much wear from the last time it was used uh maybe maybe using it again i would i would guess phil that it might be some time after you know uh, you know spacex will probably launch you know humans uh, uh as soon as next year is the word uh, uh you know into orbit and maybe even beyond but um it's it may be some time before they use a reused rocket to send humans into space, but uh you know I don't know uh it, it, they they may determine that the safety margin of a, having a bedded rocket you know uh, it, it might actually uh it might actually add to safety and therefore we'll use it with humans quicker I don't know it, that, that's a kind of an interesting uh you know, I is, is it worn out or is it uh, or is it vetted? I guess is the question yeah, well, the every uh, used car buyer uh, needs to needs to ask themselves, right? So, <laughs>
0: it, we'll it, it, that's it's going to be it's going to be a big issue, making sure that that it is vetted that that we're properly reusing what is effectively a piece of reusable equipment, but the idea that it could be reusable that the, the the fact that this one was reused and works—I mean, it just turns the economics of getting into space on its head. Right. How many times does anybody, You know, can they can they launch this one again now? Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and it, in
1: fact, uh, and and we we, uh, me and the boys sat and watched it uh, first take. You know, this this stage went it went into space, and you could see. Uh, you know, you can see the dark sky and the curvature of the Earth as it, as it's separated from the uh, from the second stage, right? Yep. And uh, and there was a camera on the second stage as it uh, uh, as it proceeded into space, and uh, I and mean, the second camera is a split screen showing the uh, the first stage as it came back down, and for a, for a while there, it was uh, it was there were, it was just allowed to free fall and uh then there's some um then there's some you know uh, steering um uh rockets that were fired and a, and a, and a burn to put it in you know uh where it was going to end up back on that ship and uh uh i think the name of the ship is funny i think the name of the ship is uh of course i still love you i think is the name <laughs> of the ship at any rate, <laughs> I, <laughs> some wise guy uh, named it but anyway uh and so uh you know they and and then it and it comes back down and it falls like um it has a bit of a shuttlecock effect uh, where you know uh you know from badminton you, you know how they fall where the heavy side comes down and the, the uh um the light side stays up well that's uh, that's what happens with this rocket and uh it falls that way in a kind of a controlled descent uh, uh, and then at the last you know the last possible minute, they fire off the rockets too so it lands on the ship properly. And that's why it's a drone ship. You know, I mean, if it, it hit the, sh- it hit, if it hit a manned ship uh, with in the Rockiston fire properly, it could potentially be deadly. So it is a drone ship out there um, with no humans on board. But they recovered it a second time, and they're ready to roll with it again. If, uh, uh, if it, once it's checked out and it's found to be fine, has
0: uh, has has anyone estimated what the life cycle? Of one of these rockets might be how how many times in orbit? Be, I'll be
1: shocked if they haven't, but I don't know the answer to that. I, I yeah, because because uh,
0: that's the I'll big bet question. there is a life? Yeah. In terms of how much how much you can drive the price down, right. if you if you've got if you've got a rocket that burns up after you use it, then you know how much that rocket costs. I mean, you know exactly how much it costs you to to, to get into space, and and that's you know the space shuttle. Is a great example of that. You had those two solid rocket boosters. You had that huge fuel tank um, that the that the shuttle's rocket itself used, and that stuff all went away, right? You know, those those solid rockets were designed for one-time use. And prior to that, with Apollo, you had just the big reusable stage rockets. You you know that huge booster on the Saturn V that that got things going. It just fell back to Earth, right? I mean, or just burned up. It was you know, it did its it did its part and then and then it was gone. So you knew how much that cost. And even if you're making them at some kind of scale, that's a pretty expensive proposition. But now potentially you have the ability to depreciate the costs, if you will, of of building a rocket. Ultimately you say, well, there's the one time investment of how much it costs to build the rocket. And let's say you can use it 10 times. Maybe that's outrageously optimistic, but say you can use it five times, right? After you look at maintenance, which maintenance includes recovery in this case, sending the ship out and getting it and bringing it back, right, and getting it back prepped up, but still less expensive than building a new rocket. After you look at maintenance and fuel, um, you, are, you are slashing the price of going into space Every single time, you know, you can reuse it, right? So if you can reuse it right, ten times, right. effectively, you've got, you know, after after maintenance and cost, it's ten times less less expensive to get into orbit than it was before, right? That's that's the math, and and,
1: and that does and that just enables so many things, you know, like uh, the uh, asteroid mining companies and things. I mean, all kinds of things, and uh, um, it's it's. And, and you know this is what we were trying to accomplish with the space shuttle. I mean, back uh, it was approved. The pro the program was approved during the Nixon administration. When we're trying to, you know, these uh, you know these Saturn V rockets are so expensive and they're one-time use things. Let's let's do something that can be reusable. Let's do a space shuttle. And it was never reusable. Not really. Not the way it needed to be. And. Um, and 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 it was just so so expensive. It was more expensive per pound than the Saturn was ultimately, and it yeah. was also the most dangerous spacecraft in in the history of the world. Yeah, it, uh, um, it you know one one catastrophic failure per sixty seven or something like that. It's it's basically the way it the way the math worked out, and uh, that's just unacceptable. And it needed to be retired. I, I you know I. I I felt some sadness when uh, when when they retired the the, the uh, shuttle fleet because that was our way that was our ticket right that was the way to get into space and I recall uh, on one of these shows years ago Phil when they retired the uh, shuttle fleet and I and I exple- expressed some uh, sadness about it. He said, "Well, you know, um, seems like uh, the, the next thing is." Uh, happening over at spacex so just you know uh buck up steven it's going to be okay well you know i think uh, I, I i think uh, you've been proven right bill i think um um this this is a better way by far um and uh and congratulations to spacex it's a it's a big deal and that's not even our only spacex story is it we got another one here
0: well, we do have another one here, and this is the, uh, this is the cherry on top. It's as, as Elon most Literally. describes it, the, the cherry on the cake. In another first recovers $6 million nose cone from the reused Falcon 9. So not, not only the, um, the rocket that's been recovered, but you've got this, this, uh, the fairing, a 43-foot-long, 17-foot-wide nose cone that protects the, the rocket's satellite payloads during takeoff. So that's another six million six. saved, right? And presumably, yeah, right. I, you know,
1: six million here, six million there. Pretty start adding start up. Talking about serious
0: money, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> you know? that's exactly right. You want you want yeah. what you want is you want as many reusable components as you possibly can. If you can have an entire reusable system, I think that's best. If if the whole if the whole thing is is reusable, I mean, there's a there's something a little bit clunky. About having to go out and recollect all the parts, right? Having the thing come right. apart, and then you have to go recollect all the parts. But at least you can reuse the parts. Um, if you, if you know, to 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 go back to your reference to the space shuttle, when the when the space shuttle was first conceived, one of the critical factors for it was it was a, it was this two-part system. There's a rocket plane, and then there's a spacecraft. The rocket plane would launch from the earth like an airplane. Fly up uh, near to uh, you know to the edge of space at a great amount of speed, release the shuttle craft, which would then uh, have an additional rocket boost which would push it into orbit. The rocket plane lands like a plane and then later the shuttle lands like a plane. Everything was reusable right not only was not only was everything reusable, but everything. Um, was kind of under control and and stayed together. You had two parts that separated but both of those were kind of autonomous, you know, could come back and and land parts. It was a beautiful, beautiful idea for a system and it was just a little out of reach technologically for what NASA was able to do at the time and a little, well, probably better to say it was out of reach budgetarily. It It was out of reach from the standpoint of what the U.S. government was going to be willing to pay at that time. So they compromised. They said, well, we can't we can't do it all so let's you know let's build the reusable spacecraft and we'll let the rocket thing catch up eventually eventually one day the the rocket thing will catch up but in doing that i think they made a that, that was a you know that was a fatal mistake i think that that compromise was exactly the wrong thing to do with the space shuttle and it's probably the reason that history will look back on the space shuttle as in some ways a great Achievement, But in some ways a real near miss historically, you know, it was it was uh, it was a great opportunity to put something in place. And what they put in place ultimately ended up being not the thing that could have pushed us forward an awful lot faster because the rockets weren't reusable and we didn't get to this economies of scale. That 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 we could have. I mean, to your point, Stephen, it was actually more expensive, right? To, yeah. Uh, to. Uh, I, I, in one one
1: uh, particular um, uh, program I was watching about it, um, it said that had had we stuck with Saturn V's instead, uh, you know, we'd have a moon base and perhaps some P- men on the uh, Mars by now. Um, yeah. And and you know, which you know, I, you know, we can't we can't go back in time and find that out. But I mean, it's just uh, it, you know, we we, we got the we got the future that we got, right? But uh, it's—I I, I suspect that uh, the, the space shuttle was a huge misstep, and never never panned out. It never was cheaper. It was more expensive than, uh, than the Saturn V's were. And so you're—you're—you know, by compromising, you got the worst. Sometimes, sometimes when you compromise, it's a good thing. Sometimes when you compromise, you get the worst of. All possibilities and uh, I'm, in some ways i 'm afraid that 's what happened with the space shuttle and, and the human toll uh, with the two crews lost and everything else it's just it was tough and'm uh, glad that
0: that era is behind us and yeah of course there's no there 's no guarantee that had they gone with reusable rockets right that that wouldn 't necessarily have uh, made it safe you, you know what i 'm saying it 's like yeah it 's still entirely possible that the that there would have been space design problems. See, yeah, yeah, space
1: is dangerous, and that's a good point. But uh, it, it just seems like that particular design w- uh, had its problems. I mean, you're you're on a spacecraft next to uh, um, you know solid rocket boosters that cannot be stopped. You know, once yeah. they uh, once you launch a solid rocket rocket booster, you're it's out. Like of It's like lighting a bottle just, rocket.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, you're just uh, you're just along for the ride at that point. And so you, you got that problem, and uh, and and that, that led to uh, the disaster of Challenger. And then uh, you've got uh, this huge uh, uh, fuel tank right next to the ship that can drop things on uh, on parts of the ship, uh, things like ice or you know whatever can can drop and damage the spacecraft, which led to the uh, Columbia disaster. Right. And so um, yeah, it was just a dangerous design. And um, I'm glad we've. Glad we've moved on from that, so and, you know, and we've and, got, and it looks go ahead I was just, and, and it looks like we' got a a, a good replacement that's uh market driven and that's yeah. uh, all
0: good all good yeah i think I think when you when you look back even at that wonderful elegant design they had, even that was a little bit clunky, the one that they that they finally abandoned because the, right. the the space plane was' in orbital, and the spacecraft couldn't get itself that high on its own, right so it was this kind of two-headed beast that, that, that was a little odd. And ultimately, what we want to see, um, I, I think it's very cool that we got vertical rockets taking off and landing vertically, because finally the 1950s science fiction movies have come true, and I think that's awesome. But, but ultimately, don't you think we want to see things that take off and land, like aircraft? I, I, you know, right, that, right. That, that, that seems like that would be the, the final direction. And you have one craft that's got the rockets that can take off from the ground, get to orbit, and then come back. That, that. yeah, a single stage to orbit is what you're talking about, and uh, exactly,
1: and that's being worked on. That is being worked on, and I, um, and and that is the system that will ultimately retire the system that uh, SpaceX has developed. I mean, it it uh, that is the next stage. And when, once you're able to do that, you know, there's there's uh there's no point in. Uh, and and having multiple stages and uh, having to recover them all and put them back together and all that it's uh, if you can if you can keep it all in one piece and, and uh, when it returns to Earth and lands on a uh, runway it's uh, all you have to do is gas up and go again uh, then you've you sliced prices again probably by a factor of ten right so uh, it's um, you know that's that's obviously uh, what,
0: where we want to go next. Do you think that a reusable rocket is the killer app of commercially developing space? Is this the one thing that turns the whole thing around? And, and because I'll tell you, I got a I got a text message from you this week that was pretty. I don't know. Some would say over the top in terms of what you said. The significance of what this event was. Oh yeah. But, uh, I, I, what I said in my message to, to you,
1: Phil, was that um, uh, some will look could could potentially look back at,
0: at, at the events. You of didn't say all that Earth weasel Earth. stuff. Come on. What did you say? Come okay. 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 I said I said in my text. I said, hey, people are going to look back at uh, the events. You of didn't Earth. say they're going to look okay. back. What did you say, Stephen? I'm putting you on this. This is the right beginning
1: now. of the space age.
0: That's right. The true. true beginning of the space age. Right. You, you, right. That <laughs> and <laughs> sorry, I just, I, just, I like it. I down, think. I know. That. I think you were right. I, I think you. don't don't back away from your we bold were... statement. I like those bold yeah. statements. Um, I you know, it's the space age has really begun. Um, wow is that possible that, that 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 we've reached this that big of a turning point but when you look at the economics of it maybe it is possible when you yeah. I, I mean actually when you look at when you look at two things when you look at both the interest in getting into space on several different fronts and the economics of it together it's like yeah this could you know maybe we've hit the we've hit the momentum and this is coming at just exactly the right time that this could really make all the difference
1: well, you know, we, on our Monday show, we talked about, uh, renewable energy and why it's becoming, you know, why, why it could potentially, um, uh, you know, uh, coal could, uh, uh could go away. Right. I mean, uh, or at least as a power source and it, and it's all about the economics. If you can, if you can do it where it's cheaper, uh, uh, then, <laughs> and it's cleaner and it's just better all around, then of course that's the way you're going to do it. Right. And, uh, and, and so the same is true of getting into space. It's, it's all about the, uh, uh, you know, getting there as cheaply as possible and as safely as possible. And uh, I, I think that uh, the, these Falcon 9 rockets are proving to be uh, cheaper and safer. And uh, the, in the space shuttle era, uh, may, we may look back on it and say, you know what, uh, it was a misstep. And <clears throat> it, it cost us a lot of time. You know, uh, but uh, ultimately uh, by the time that uh, – but during that time, uh, you know, the private sector was gearing up and was uh, – and, and you know, and now is the time that the private sector can take it off. Right. And I'm not sure it could have been – I'm not sure the private sector was up for it in the 70s or 80s or 90s. I think it – Yeah, it, but, it, it, but, it but even for a, a government-managed
0: program, the economics of reusable rockets just seems to make sense, right? I mean, yeah. I go back to
1: – They had the right –
0: Yeah. 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 Why did we? Why did we ever use disposable rockets to begin with? whose who's brilliant idea was that? Right. What was? The, what argument could you make for that? Right. It's like, well, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna design this system so that we build this hugely expensive component, and we're done with it. You know. I mean, what if? What if? What if we had tried? You know, if if Columbus had gone to Ferdinand and Isabella and said, now when we get there, we're gonna burn the ships okay uh, <laughs> well and and uh we'll you need you to send some more ships to get us or something like that you know it's <laughs> we saw the Skylab program was an effort,
1: you know, i mean in some ways you can think about it we we wanted to reuse part of the rocket right so yeah yeah, exactly uh, and so it was a it was a uh it was a Saturn nine that we turned into a a a uh space station that lasted for a short time, but it was right. uh uh, you know, uh, we've we've been moving. The only reason that you go with disposable is because you can't engineer re- re- renewable. I mean, you can't right. you don't you don't have you don't have the engineering capability to do do that yet. So you go with disposable because that's what it, that's what you have to do. And uh, and, and I, I actually so think
0: that it's it's not that we couldn't do it. I think it's the downside of the fact that it was a race. Yeah that that you know we were trying to get to the moon before the Russians they were trying to get to the moon before us everybody was just trying to do it as quickly as possible and that, and that would to to solve that very hard engineering problem which even here in the 21st century has not been easy with all the technology we have to solve would have taken they they would have had to say this is decades out and president kennedy wanted to do it in one decade right he wanted to do it within 10 years so right. the this is where the speed actually killed us the, the The expedient was get to the moon. The shortcut was one one use rockets, and that shortcut ended up costing us quite a bit in terms of in in terms of continuing to move into space so and the whole reason I say all this, Stephen, is I think that 's true because we think that the space age began with the moon race, but it was this kind of false dawn of the space age and and maybe this is really. To, to support your bold statement, which, don't ever back away from your bold statement, Stephen. You gotta, you, that's why we have the show. Um, this, this really is the beginning of the space age. I mean, it, it really is in a way that, uh, that that couldn't be because we were trying, you know, we're, it's, it's like we were trying to do a stunt rather than trying to set up the, a glorious stunt, right? I, I mean, it's, a, it, it's almost blasphemy to call it a stunt, but a one-off thing versus actually preparing humanity to, take on a new frontier, right? Actually preparing us to, you know, redefine how we interact with, with our environment, which is what the reusable rocket allows us. And I was, I was reading about this stuff, you know, Werner von Braun originally wanted to build these massive rockets, right? These, these incredibly huge ships that would take like 70 people to Mars at once. Um, and, and I think he had similar ideas for the, the, the ships that would go to the moon. Um, he liked the idea of reusable rockets, but he also had kind of these Skylab ideas where you'd build this really massive thing, and then when you got to the moon, you could use that and um, make the habitat out of it. But, but even at that stage, at the earliest going into its stage, you know, it was this much more expansive vision of getting out there, getting a large footprint there, getting a presence there. And I, I think Elon Musk is a similar kind of visionary to Werner von Braun, isn't he?
1: yeah it's uh you know um, and, and uh, he he has certain constraints that he works within, and that is um, the finances, right what is what is uh, remarkable, um, remarkable about this is that he can, he is making something that the government programs never managed to produce, and he uh, which is a truly reusable system. And, um, and and he's doing it um, under the constraints of, uh, you know, uh, of, of money. He's do it, doing it to make a profit. Right. And uh, I don't know that that was necessarily possible um, um, prior to just, you know, in the last few years. So, um,
0: and, you know, and... and uh, At so least we, he's we trying. Do, I, I don't yeah. think he... Has he actually made a profit yet? That's, a you know, a, 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 that's hidden deep in the, the SpaceX books because I know he does get paid work for his rockets but i wonder if the business is actually uh in the black it seems like it's probably that's a ways off yet most likely i don't know i don't know but
1: uh, i i do know that spacex was um you know when they when their first launch into orbit uh, uh had that not been successful that probably would have ended the company yeah uh, when they when they uh successfully got to orbit and uh and uh resupplied uh the space station that 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 first orbital flight uh of theirs uh it was kind of a okay this is make or break we're we're either either we're gonna have a uh uh an ongoing business or this w <laughs> we we're, we're done because i mean they, they just didn't have uh, they didn't have the capital to to, to try it again uh, that was that was where they were then i i, I think that they're healthier now and
0: uh yeah um, the, and it's it's more resilient now for sure um, but that's interesting because think about that if that had failed, how many yeah. more decades before the real beginning oh yeah
1: it it would, have, it would have put us back another decade at least yeah. because you know other you know money would have been pulled from other uh you know competing uh rocket companies too i mean jeff Bezo's company would have probably uh you know uh lost capital and who knows uh, how much time would have been involved so yeah it, it just you, you need um you, you need trailblazers and uh Rather than calling it uh, the Apollo program a stun, I'm going to go with, you know, they're just trailblazers. They showed us that yeah. what was possible. And uh, and then with SpaceX, again, showing us what's possible. And uh, other companies are working on different systems, single stage to orbit. Um, you know, that's that, that's the killer uh, app, uh, I, I think, uh, ultimately. But uh, we don't have that just yet. But what we have here is, is pretty darn exciting. Maybe a new space age or maybe the space age for real now and not the false dawn. That we had before. So
0: I, I think yeah. maybe maybe we do. There's a there's a good case to be made that that's exactly what has happened, and we'll keep watching it, and we'll see what Elon Musk has up his sleeve next, and some of these other players too, Jeff Bezos and others, uh, moving us into the final frontier. Well, that's going to do it for this time. Uh, great talking with you, Stephen. Great being with you all. We'll be back tomorrow with the Best of the World Transformed, and join us on Friday for. A brand new show including Other Geek. Look forward to being with you all then. And until next time, live to see it.